0: vision podcast this is angelisa chandler biblical counselor and the care ministry associate here at new vision baptist church i am so glad to be back with you i hope you guys are enjoying this season of just learning some of our favorite verses i hope they've been encouraging um, and today i'm going to share you another one of mine um in second corinthians this is a really cool book um paul wrote most of the letters in um, the new testament What's really cool about these letters is it gives us a personal view uh, and the insight of just kind of how Paul teaches um, the new believers and the churches and how we can learn from them. Well, in this particular letter, this is the second letter that Paul is writing to the Christians in Corinth. Now, the backstory is Paul had a recent visit to Corinth that wasn't so great, Um, It was full of conflict um, because he had to really kind of be hard on them and point out some things that they were doing that were sinful and it didn't turn out well. They did not take that very well. So there is some conflict between um, him and the Christians in Corinth. So he's writing them this letter to hopefully mend that relationship. He wants to let them know that All the things that he had to do on that visit were hard, but he was doing them from a place of love, and he really wants them to mend their relationship. So that's what we get to in this second letter. So the second letter, he is giving his appeal to these friends um, that they kind of have a conflict with. Well, there's a particular verse in here that I really love, I'm going to share with you guys today, and it is 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. I'm going to read it to you. And then we'll kind of break it down, okay? I'm going to be reading in the NIV again at Second Corinthians chapter two, verses fourteen through sixteen. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ, and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of knowledge of Him. For we are to God the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one we are the smell of death; to the other, the fragrance of life and who is equal to such task. All right, guys, let's break this down. So what are we hearing? What are we um, hearing in these verses is that one of the reasons, again, there are some conflicts between Paul and the Corinthians. um, And one of the things is the Corinthians was kind of upset, and they think that Paul, um, he's just really not trustworthy because they, they think that he told them that he would come back and visit them, but then his plans changed, and so he didn't come. And so now they're starting to second-guess Paul, and they're starting to second-guess, well, he doesn't; he's not right with his word because he didn't show up when he said so. And we've all been there. We've been there with our friends like, oh man, they said they were going to come, and then something came up, and we're kind of down about it. Well, that's where they were. And so Paul is trying to explain to them that his plans change, not because he doesn't love them, but because of who he's really following. He does care about what they think, but he cares most about what God thinks, and he cares most about the ministry that God is leading him to. So he uses a really cool example um, of who he's following by giving them this picture of a triumphant parade. It's really cool because back in those days, you know, there were a lot of wars, there were a lot of things, but whenever there was a victory with a war, they would have a triumphal parade procession or a parade around um, the cities just to kind of give that victory lap so to speak and the person leading it would always be the person who is um, head of the army and of course Paul here is talking about Jesus that he is the leader and Paul is just following him through his triumphant parade throughout the world so he can tell everyone how Jesus is the victory over death That's a really cool picture, right? So he uses this picture of this parade, but this particular picture I think is really cool because he uses this idea of an aroma of Christ. I love this word because isn't it true that aromas or smells, of course, our senses are really cool. This is the nursey nerd in me, so sorry. But our senses are really important, right? Like our eyesight, our hearing, our smell, our taste. It really brings things, experiences, and memories to life. There is nothing like remembering something with a smell, right? Like a lot of you can remember so many sweet moments in life, like the smell of your newborn baby that is such a good smell when you're just snuggling a newborn baby. You cannot um, ever forget that. Or maybe grandma's cooking, like you walk into her kitchen and you can smell those uh, delicious, savory smells from her kitchen and you can just remember tasting her food and just such a great memory because of those smells. Maybe some of you guys can think of um, just a scent that your spouse has. Maybe your husband's cologne or your wife's perfume Um, just that scent of when they walked in the room or from their shirt when you like to snuggle them. It's just an amazing memory that you can take that really brings your mind to a a certain place in a certain time. Maybe you have a new house and you can just remember the the smell of fresh paint or that new car smell when you bought your your first car. Um, All of those help us to really remember. But on the other side of that, there are some bad scents, right? Like Hello, we all know that when we have an animal, our pet and we take them to the vet, something about that just freaks them out, right? Which they are animals that smell like dogs and cats, they know how to smell. And when they go to the vet, the aroma that they feel feel there is very unsafe. It's a it's a place of sickness and and sometimes even death, right? And they can smell that. For us that would be kind of an equivalent of a hospital. Sometimes we have bad memories there and we we remember that that smell that um, and a septic smell of a hospital that just gives us, um, you know, maybe a sorrowful, fear, sorrowful feeling. Or, um, again, that nursing side of me, there might be an infection or a wound that has a really bad odor and it triggers us that there's something wrong with our body and, and there can be bad sense, right? Here's a funny but like, crazy experience where my dog actually got sprayed by a skunk recently and that's an awful awful scent that lingers but man that skunk had to use that really bad smell to ward off danger and so he uses that scent that bad scent to repel whatever it was it was coming after him right so bad scents repel but good sense always draws in And that's interesting about how Paul uses this word aroma. He says that for we are to God the aroma of Christ. What a beautiful picture. That says that we carry aroma of Christ everywhere we go. So my question to you, there's actually two different types of aroma I want to kind of end us with today. The first one is, is what kind of aroma are you giving off? Right. Our goal, especially as Christians and believers, is to share the gospel with everyone around us. But how can we do that if we have a repelling aroma? People aren't going to want to come near us. They're not going to want to listen to the, to the good news and the gospel of Christ. If, if we have a bad aroma, it's going to be like that skunk that's going to repel. So what does a good aroma look like? A good aroma is following the triumphant parade, right? Following the one who is giving off the scent, which is Jesus. It's the aroma of Christ, or giving his aroma, which is a sweet smell and a beautiful, beautiful drawing near that we need to give off. So that's my first um, question to you guys. My second one is, uh, our aroma also is going to give off a different message to different people. Like I said, depending on your experiences, a certain aroma can be good or bad, right? So what Paul is also saying is that sometimes the aroma of the gospel, which is amazing and sweet and lovely, can also be bad to some people who reject it. We think about this procession, right? This parade, the Romans, when they have this victory, they're doing this victory lap. And when they start smelling the incense, which by the way, is... The reason why Paul is using this word aroma because they would burn incense as they were walking through these cities to kind of let everyone know they're coming. And so people would smell this aroma and the people, maybe the Romans who were in victory, they were so excited about this aroma because they were, they were the victors, right? They were, they were the winners. And so they came to this parade with excitement and joy and they really were, um, loved this aroma. But can you imagine on the other side, the losers of that war, right? The ones who were following in that parade that were prisoners of war that, that might, um, you know, be being led to slavery or death. What is that aroma going to remind them? It's going to remind them of death and, and destruction and judgment. So sometimes the aroma of the gospel, when we share it, if they don't accept it, if they reject it. It could be a bad, bad aroma to them. So what we hope is that the gospel will bring life to those who who actually hear it and they will accept it fully because Jesus says that this war is one for everyone and everyone can join the victory lap. But the ones who reject it, they're the ones that are going to be repelled. So we have to remember that as well, because as we share, not everyone will think that our message is sweet and that's totally up to the Lord, right? Like we're not the ones who save people, but the gospel does. So guys, I just want to really hone in on this verse because I love it so much. It kind of reminds me, gives me two reminders, right? Like number one, what is my aroma? Am I giving off? Am I being like Christ? Am I following him and obeying his commands? Am I giving off a sweet aroma where I'm loving people well as Christ caused me to love? That's the first reminder. And then the second is, I am just going to share this victory with others, but we are not responsible for how they respond to it. So guys, I just pray this is encouraging to you. I love God's word so much. So I encourage you guys to dig into the word, find these verses that really cling to you that you can use and your um, toolbox to really be your favorite verses. Guys, I love you. Have a great day and remember to give off that sweet aroma of Christ today. Bye guys.